guys, welcome back to another episode of Girl Wasted. And guess what fucking day it is. And if you don't know what day it is, you're mildly confused and kind of concerned. Um, it's fucking Valentine's Day. The 14th of Feb, Valentine's Day. But in my house, in my household, in my humble abode, it's also Lil Mum Wasted's birthday. So, happy birthday, Lil Mum, Lil Mum Wasted. Um, yeah, I hope you're all having the best fucking time. I hope you are making the most of what you can actually do. There's not too much. Everything's shut. You're literally relying on takeaways. The fact that Morrison's um, and Tesco have wine and, like, possibly, I don't know, oysters. Do they even have them in those places? I went to Morrison's yesterday. It was fucking ransacked. The place was... <laughs> the cupboards were bare. I had to go for a wine that I had never had before. I wasn't sure. And, um, yeah, like, I really pushed the boat out. Like, I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but... You know, you can't really go wrong with wine. I am Scottish after all, Glaswegian especially. So alcohol is alcohol at the end of the day. However, saying that, you can't go wrong, really, can you? <laughs> well, for me, you can't go wrong with alcohol. But another thing, flowers. Let's talk about flowers. So they can be so expensive, like 40 odd, 50 quid. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but apart from like a really cute like social media post, unless you're giving out fake flowers... You're never going to keep them. You're not going to have them forever. And they're fucking extortionate. Um, so, my <laughs> my nugget of advice, my, my golden egg, if you will, the golden goose of info right now is flowers fade, butt plugs are forever. And, you know, there's a story behind that. There definitely is. <laughs> and because it's Valentine's Day, I thought I would share this. But I do not want to steal, literally, <laughs> metal butt plugs and um, the limelight um because i have found some really funky cool people that are absolutely like tearing up the tiktok scene now i don't have a fucking clue about tiktok these people of the vibe tribe that they are they totally are smashing it so without too much from me they are from liverpool and it is the crawlers band so here they are I'm Holly. I sing and occasionally play a bit of trumpet in crawlers. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm Amy. I play guitar in crawlers, and that's um, it. I'm Liv. I play bass in crawlers and occasional backing vocals. I'm Harry, and I play drums in crawlers. How did you guys all meet? Like, how did this all come about? Go on, Amy. This is one for you. <laughs> um, so me and Liv, boy in the back. Me and Liv met in school. Obviously, that was a while ago, and we've only recently just met Harry as well. He's not been in the band very long. But basically, Liv met Holly in college and then we all we were going to be a neo soul band <laughs> out, we're just angry <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> so angry yeah that's that's pretty much it and then we met harry not so long ago and that's been great selling it well <laughs> so like when was that was that a couple of years ago now then or was that kind of quite recent still yeah so um the when living obviously Liv and Amy had played together in high school and they kind of disbanded uh their stuff just in college and then uh me and Liv got put up into a band together in sixth form we just proper gelled and Amy was like hey I know a guitarist I know a drummer let's let's get this thing moving so 
we kind of became a band um and then we started learning covers and then we were like oh let's write some songs so this was in like 2018 like mm-hmm. summer and that's when we did our first gig where we just did covers at one of my friend's birthday parties like um and then I think we kind of kicked things into gear and we just started songwriting and setting up and yeah and then Harry joined us recently just in like December um when our extra left and yeah we've been writing and practicing ever since obviously due to lockdown restrictions can't do that anymore but um mm-hmm. yeah it's literally our job now being crawlers which is fun <laughs> well yeah obviously we have uni and other jobs but crawlers yeah. is the real one you know we feel like- <laughs> 100% hustle is real exactly. <laughs> so I was doing like a little bit of research jobs because I wanted to kind of see what the vibe was um and did you guys do like a little northern English tour Oh my gosh, yeah, we did. We did that second year of college um, with Natalie and the Monarchy and it was like a really exciting opportunity for us because um, yeah. obviously like we hadn't really been going that long and then all of a sudden we were on this like mini UK tour. Um, but it was really very cool. good then though. Huh? I said we weren't very good then. <laughs> <laughs> we really weren't. Um, <laughs> And it was only like our fourth ever show, like our fourth ever gig mm-hmm. on a tour, which was cool. And like, it was really nice because we all worked like really hard in our like other jobs, like um, just to be able to go and afford the trains and go traveling and do all these gigs, which was real fun. I think like it's weird because after lockdown, after where we are now, before we were, you know, where we were before lockdown, we'd actually have an audience to be able to do something like that. And like, just comparing what we could possibly do in the future to what we did then is just would be incredible you know yeah definitely taught us a lot about like gigging and you know about a lot about like ourselves and songwriting and stuff like that so that definitely came as told basically told us that we were shit and we needed to try harder (laughs) 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 on the grind we met loads of really cool bands while we were on the tour and like made some like really cool friends so that was that was fun yeah no definitely I think a lot about like bands and things because obviously Glasgow's got such a good music scene um and a lot of it is like just going to the small kind of venues and just building up that kind of stage presence and like being able to kind of captivate people do you know so I think it's so exciting obviously if you're saying you were shit like it'll just make you better (laughs) yeah exactly I feel like people don't realize like the more you gig and the more because like just before lockdown happened we were doing like two gigs a week I swear like just on the grind constantly and like the amount we've improved since then is is crazy just because it's becomes just second nature like I'm awful at learning lyrics and somehow I still they just, just come you know I don't even think about it like you know and then yeah it's nice <laughs> boost. Yeah. what did you kind of have planned for obviously 2020 is gone but that was kind of obviously the pandemic year so what did you maybe like miss out on or have to postpone um, we had stuff booked in for last year, so we were meant to be playing Sound City in Liverpool in like May. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that that was rescheduled for like September. It's now been rescheduled for May. Might be rescheduled <laughs> again, but that that was going to be like amazing for us. And we also had um, a festival called Futurama that we were playing also in Liverpool, which was meant to be in September as well. April, I think yeah that that was going to be amazing but it's a shame because like obviously we've missed out doing those gigs and perhaps we'd be further on in our 
you know, career at this point had we have done them in May. But um, I'm glad we, that they've been rescheduled and that we can do them at some point. Yeah, I definitely think safety comes first and stuff, but it is, it is, it is wondering, oh, what would have been if we could do that? Like, we also had our first ever headline gig because we've never actually done a headline gig since we were first, our first, you know, proper gig. Um, and, like, we were going to have our first actual headline, which was going to be exciting, but and obviously that got put on hold as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think, you know we've made the most of it as we can and very much tried to transfer our skills online rather than the gigs that we were doing and taking priority to pre-lockdown. Yeah so do you think it's given you like a lot more opportunity to kind of work on like your kind of social media presence and like other maybe kind of new music or things like that? Yeah definitely like I mean I'm I'm actually quite grateful like although we missed out on so much I'm actually quite grateful that we've had this opportunity opportunity because it's meant that we as individuals can go away and work on our own songwriting stuff and like figure out who we are as individual members of crawlers and not just like this whole unit as we've all seen ourselves as and like we've all been able to develop our own style which has meant that when we have been able to come back and write together we've come out with very different things and we've had sort of a fresher perspective on songwriting but Mm -hmm. also like over over the lockdown and like shifting everything to our online presence like we've gained like new followers that we're really grateful for and holly's become like tiktok wizard master (laughs) (laughs) that helps us out so much it's a lot of things that you kind of don't realize how important i think I've, i've always taken a big loving social media and how it affects music in the industry in particular but i don't think i've been able to like fully explore that because we've been so busy practicing and um you know gigging all the time and that was my key focus and it's kind of given me time to take advantage of the amazing things social media has to offer um such as tiktok and um other elements of instagram and live streams as well we've done quite a few live streams now and live recordings which have been a load of fun yeah and i feel like we've also gained people who really love our music and love spreading our music just through social media that we never thought we'd be able to say we have which is is crazy to us Definitely, like if it wasn't for TikTok, we wouldn't be here right now, you know? I know! <laughs> I actually am horrific with TikTok, I don't have a clue. So I'm 24, I don't know what kind of age you guys are, but my sister is um, 18 months younger than me and she's like, what the fuck are you doing on TikTok? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm exactly the same to be fair, like TikTok is the first social media app where I'm just not in the loop at all. Literally every time, Harry just keeps going. Holly, why is this making bare views? I don't understand. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. As honestly, I just, I don't know what I'm doing on TikTok. I literally have like two videos and it's me just like putting in like wee clips from the, the Grinch. That's it. Like, I'm just like, this really needs some sort of help. Like, but no, that's, it's really, really good. I think as well. Um, I, know, I think it's given everybody some time to kind of sit back and reflect. Without the pandemic, this podcast wouldn't even be a thing. So, I mean, mm. thanks, Corona. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's such a good, it's such a good opportunity. It's a great opportunity that you've had, you know what I mean? So, so where do you guys seek, like, inspiration from? Like, who are your kind of idols? What's the vibe? Uh, we all kind of, like, have different music styles, really. Like, Liv is really into, like, metal and stuff. Also, occasional Shania Twain. Accurate. Yeah, me and Holly, like... Uh, what do we listen to, Holly? <laughs> like, uh, like um, Alabama Shakes and 1975 and a bit more poppier kind of stuff compared to like Liv and Harry. 
Uh, but I'm 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 really into like my singer songwriters as well, like um, Joni Mitchell and Mitski mm. and Phoebe Bridges and stuff like that. That takes a lot of inspo for things. And Dua Lipa's so cool. I don't care. I'm gonna say it. She's so cool. <laughs> She's a whole vibe. She has a whole vibe. Right? You can't even pretend. Looks. You just can't get. I was actually listening to Levitating while I was doing the Daily Shot today, and I was like, man, how did she get like 12 hooks in this song? Like everything is catchy. Wow, Queen. <laughs> No, it's so funny like for us as a band because like amy said like harry and i are more into like our metal and then holly and amy are so much more like indie vibe so like we'll come in and like we'll write this song that's just got so many different inspirations and it like it should clash but like a lot of the time we do get it to work and it's just so funny like oh like this was the song that inspired this and it was like some shouty angry thing and then you get another one it's like oh this like so you know inspired it and it's like some gentle like bright poppy thing and it's it's just so weird yeah that's that's all I need to say I think that's like what makes us unique the fact that we all have different inspirations we take all the positive things and um bring them together to create something kind of fresh funky fresh (laughs) funky fresh (laughs) <laughs> like like five minutes there i don't know what just happened i saw you coming in and coming out again and i was like um you okay <laughs> on a holiday <laughs> <laughs> i had enough of hearing holly talk about Dewey Lippers, so I just had to that. <laughs> i'm curious about the I trumpet just... do you find it quite easy to kind of obviously pull your wee trumpet into things or is it kind of harder to get that to work um well i find it quite hard to be honest i i'm I love the trumpet and I think it really helps us stand out and I think there's always a time and a place for it and I feel like in the songs it works it just really works and then other songs like you can just tell the band just needs a you know the song works without it and it's better off like songs like Nymphomaniac and So Tired which obviously So Tired being our first tune released and Nymphomaniac which we've got a live session up on our YouTube of um I think the trumpet's a really strong element and that you know strong brass and it really pushes the song along uh, whereas other songs that we've released like Hush our newest release really doesn't need that trumpet and I feel like the song stands straight on its own yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's just another element I have and obviously trumpet's like what I study at uni so it's, it's something I I have and if it sounds good oh my god why not throw it in Do you know I 100%. feel like exactly so um it's funny though um we went to uh school uh, obviously in Glasgow and um it was like a music comprehensive so I um used to play the saxophone and my sister played the trumpet and I just thought it was so funny when you were like oh the wee trumpet and I was like oh there it is oh, <laughs> that's amazing yeah literally I remember when I first joined high school and I was never allowed to play music musical instrument in primary school because I was mm-hmm. you know loud and annoying and you know undiagnosed <laughs> ADHD uh, so they didn't let me play an instrument and as soon as I went to high school they're like does anyone want to play an instrument I was like me I don't care what it is please just give me an instrument they're like trumpet I was like okay fine whatever just give me that and then since then it's kind of just stayed with me <laughs> do you know I think it's really really good a lot of people don't have like wee hobbies or like any interest in going on and I think it's good to have that and it's also just like good for like your kind of peace of mind I think as well just being able to kind of disappear into whatever it is you're doing oh yeah definitely you'll probably all feel like that like with your instruments and just like totally like doing your own thing and just getting your head like straight yeah Yeah. like um like I was very narrow-minded in my approach to my instruments so like as we've like said like I'm very much a metalhead but like for a very long time while I was studying my instrument all I did was like play metal and like I didn't really expand out until I think it was probably like when I first joined uni and I was like exposed like Motown and jazz and and you know I had to I had to play these things for my assessments and Mm -hmm. like 
as of recent, I've like absolutely dived headfirst into more Jaco Pistorius stuff. So like it's made me learn a lot more of like my harmonics and things like that. And it's, you know, it's really good where you can just sit and get lost in something that you never really thought about before. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's three hours later and, you know, you've been trying to like learn this one riff or whatever. And I, it's amazing how you can just disappear into it. A hundred percent. Well, I think it's really lovely seeing how like our band members like develop and improve on themselves. Like it's such a rewarding thing to be in a rehearsal. And Liv came in the other day, like just before lockdown was announced, and she's been working on a slap, like slap bass for so long. And I was just yeah. watching it in complete awe, like, oh my gosh, like wow. Because obviously Liv's always been just such an amazing bassist. And the fact that I can even see how dramatic the progress is 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 crazy. And and like with Amy watching her like development on her guitar tone and how much she's improved from that and how much that just drastically changed our sound and made such a positive impact on us is just amazing and yeah just lucky to be around such like dedicated musicians like even in the short time we've been working with harry like bless him he had to learn our entire set in like a week because we had this like assessment for uni coming up so bless him harry had to learn like all of our songs in like a week and there was just this one thing that like you just couldn't wrap your head around and like you just kept practicing it and then we got to the like rehearsal like I think two or three days later and it was just fucking solid like it's it's just so amazing how dedicated like we all are to this and it's quite refreshing as well yeah for sure before I like joined you guys I only played punk which means I was just playing as fast as I could as loud as I could without actually thinking about what I was playing <laughs> so when I actually learned your set list that was probably one of the best things creatively for my drum playing, I think. Actually doing something different for a change. Honestly, and you wouldn't be able to tell that was the background you're from, from how you play with us as well. Yeah. Like, well, the I, Yeah, to be fair, it's because, like, I had to learn, like, your songs and come straight in. But well, who knows, now that we're writing together, maybe there'll be more of a punk influence. Who knows? Bring in the punk. So, obviously, like, was it before Harry was there, was it all girls, or was your drummer a guy as well still before? Yeah, we had um, another lad in who... Me and Liv also went to school with. Ah, okay. Just because my next question is, like, obviously for playing live and things like that, how did you guys find working in that sort of environment? Was there quite, like, a lot of kind of, I don't know... Misogyny, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, exactly. It's really hard because when you're in a band, you want to be able to say that you're, yeah. you want to be like, I'm here for the music, I'm, you know, and, and yet you still get apps like it's such subtle like people who belittle you and it it really you don't realize how much it impacts you until you sit and think about it just little things like there was was one time uh in particular that really really got on my last nerve was when we finished our last ever gig before covid so it was you know we we didn't know covid was going to happen but we just played this gig and we were outside the venue and amy was holding her guitar her ramp and her pedal board okay you know all by herself you know she's a big strong independent lady you know and this (laughs) man walks past and goes you are the fittest groupie I've ever seen and Amy's like I'm I'm the guitarist and he's like oh yeah whatever and like me and Liv and Amy were just absolutely seething like how how is that the fact that you just presume that because she's holding the guitar is stupid like it is so in like in our brain that that's just the automatic assumption which is what the main issue of the industry is and you know the fact that they can't just believe that she's the one playing the guitar and also how blooming talented she is and 
you know whatever yeah it's it's very annoying because like I've even had people who I mean generally like other bass players that have been to our gigs and like will come and chat to me have been so lovely like generally we have like quite a positive experience with other like musicians but every now and then you'll just get some dickhead and like I had this guy (laughs) who played bass come up to me be like so can you play like you know rush and I was like you what like Mm -hmm. as if he was trying to you know see just how competent on my instrument I was by like asking me like oh well can you play this well I can play this can you it's like why why does it have to be a competition of oh I can play better than you I just I just want to play my instrument man with my with my best friends like yeah even in general though like as a general thing like removing like the like a uh female to male perspective like you I just think it's rude to do that anyway like you'd it's it's not competition like everyone is just trying to you know get better everyone's on their own path you don't have to be like well I could play this and whatever like you never get like another guy go up to another like male musician and be like oh well can you play this like we've never had like another female musician or another non-binary musician come up to us and be like well can you play this because I can play this like no one cares what you just just want to hear what you want to play exactly Mm -hmm. Liv and like there's other times as well that we've been setting up and like techies will come up to us and be like oh do you know how to use that yes I do know how to turn on amp it's it's what I play I have one at home (laughs) (laughs) why would I be here (laughs) like what this is is our job and this is what we study of course we know how to use this if we don't know what to do with something then we'll ask you like we're not incompetent yeah and like it's really weird how people kind of just assume a lot of things before they watch us as well like we have some person um this this group of people who came to one of our gigs for the, the headline band and they're oh god I don't even want to watch this like I know they're not going to be good and it's like I can hear you like and as soon as we played they shut up it was just such a a presumption because of our, our like what we look like and which is just so wrong and it should never be like that no matter how anyone identifies it's it's nothing to do with that it's all about the music but the fact is it can't be about the music until these stereotypes you know don't exist anymore which sadly they still do yeah it's even more frustrating for like us three because I mean obviously like we've not had the opportunity to like perform like any gigs outside of uni assessment with Harry but with our ex-drummer like absolutely nobody would ever question his ability and yet with us three it was always like are you sure you know what you're doing do you need any help do you know what I mean like it's it's so frustrating no totally like it's just I think guys can just be so kind of presumptuous that like they are just I don't know better and you're like no that's not quite how it works you don't you don't you know you're not great at everything because you're a guy like I know I know for a fact that these three are way better musicians than I am (laughs) like they have to be really I find that for the first couple weeks I was dead nervous about playing with them because like like I said I was a punk drummer so I just hit things loud whilst these guys are actual proper yeah no that's that's actually really cute you're just like yeah they're so great I love it um yeah we need more people like you in the world like that's the truth I see I feel the world would be easier for men with Harry yeah (laughs) so what is coming up for 2021 I know you said you've got some things postponed have you been working on new releases are you working on promoting your hush was the latest one and then placebo was that earlier in 2020 yeah yeah Yeah. that was was lockdown um was just when it was really you know 
um, whipped coffee and tiger <laughs> in lockdown was when that was a thing. Um, yeah, we've, we've kind of planned a lot of things, but everything's kind of not up in the air, but it's we're all taking it in our stride, deciding exactly how we want to present this because we've got a lot more um, followers and fans and amazing people who are supporting us now that we want to be able to give amazing quality music and amazing quality things to. We've definitely got some great things that work and there are some stuff that's already been recorded that should be on the list of things to go, but we're definitely going to head in the studio as soon as it's safe again to do so. Uh, and get stuff out there which will be very exciting I really miss being in the studio but (laughs) yeah like I can imagine like it must just take such a kind of big chunk out of like you guys working and kind of gelling together but I did see on your um, Instagram story the other day you were all skateboarding are we (laughs) any good at that like oh my god well Harry Harry's the actual skateboarder out of us all um and like he's really good and then I skate sometimes with my friends I'm not I can't do any tricks or anything special but I like having a little good skate to it's a good little exercise, you know. Uh, Liv's amazing. Liv's too good at skateboarding. You know, oh, they couldn't even hack her. <laughs> no, right. It's because when I was younger, I used to roller skate all the time. Like, you, wherever I was, I was on my roller skates. So, like, being on a board is a very different thing. And especially when you're in, like, platform.martins, it's quite hard. So it just wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't. You need to whack those out again at some point. Honestly, right, they've been sat in my cupboard. And, like, during the last lockdown, I would just, like, there's a car park not far from my house. And I'd just go and just, like, skate because I was, like, bored. Like, I'd just, like, go out. It's, It's amazing. I'm so. It was so cute the other day. We all just like took it in turns on the skateboard. All stood there watching each other. Yeah, we literally felt like fourteen-year-olds with the first skateboard. That's that was like. (laughs) Honestly, we looked. We looked like the kind of people where if I walked past us on the dogs, I'd be like, "Oh my god, what do you?" I am I am not a skater at all I actually have really bad coordination I am six foot tall and just it does not come naturally to me like there's if there's any trip over it's happening you know but at the start of all of this I thought it would be so fun to get like a wee penny board and just like roll down a hill so if you go back far enough on to get a wasted Instagram and actually the header for the Facebook page is me with a horse mask on trying to balance on this like neon pink penny board (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> rolling down a hill um and I actually done myself some damage I fell off it so many times it's actually horrific but <laughs> that's the closest I've got to successfully skateboarding it's so smooth to hide you can get about so quickly oh that's so good I think like yeah I think it's just fun really doing stuff as a band and I feel like us four actually just get on as mates like we literally really get on and have a lot of fun in practice like we'll do a song and we'll go into it we'll get all sweaty and make sure a song sounds good and then I'll be like hey guys, have you ever seen how bad Cats the musical is? And that'll be a half an hour tangent of me like talking about it and everyone be like, wow, no way. Like, it's, it's usually, have you seen this TikTok? That's what it is. Throw it out me, Harry. Then <laughs> your TikTok famous yeah. and all that. <laughs> oh gosh, I honestly, I don't know how, because when I first got TikTok, I'd had a lot of experience with Instagram before and it was it's kind of like, something I kind of get I like I I like being on social media I kind of understand algorithms and stuff like that but TikTok was a whole new kettle of fish I had no idea at work and I went you know what I'm gonna download it for marketing research okay I'm gonna go download it and then I'll understand how to promote the band seven hours later I'm scrolling I'm like oh you're nice nice my thumb is tired I've been scrolling on it for this many times and I was like oh no oh god this has become a problem but by that becoming a problem I kind of understood how it worked and um 
understood like especially how music can get on that and how yeah. you know capable that wasn't if i you can't like look like research on that like, google like how to promote on tiktok i just feel like you won't get it like you, you have to be like absorbed in it and unfortunately yeah. we all are apart from- <laughs> <laughs> and uh well it obviously has worked in our favor we know how to promote ourselves but we also comes at a cost of spending like four hours on it a day yeah. i've had to limit it on my phone now so they spend two hours on it it's really bad but like it's about people just from tiktok people you can build such a heavy platform like obviously i posted a video because we did a live stream gig uh two days ago and it's just been uploaded and you can watch it and donate however much to watch it and uh there was this clip in it that i didn't even realize i did until i watched it and i realized i the tiktok meme you know when like debbie ryan goes <laughs> anyways and like puts her like hair behind her ear like straight after a song and i was like god that's that's hilarious i'll put that on tiktok and from that that blown up and that's nearly got like five hundred thousand views which is just if you think about that how many people that is that's that's yeah. crazy and then how many people are going oh my god what band is this oh my god you seem so fun and then people actually going oh my god this is crawlers i love crawlers and it's going whoa you know who we are that's crazy like it it blows my mind like what a you know how different it is to other forms of social media and how close you feel with people who post on it oh 100 yeah so just i'm curious like what kind of age is i because they're all still in university yeah so we're 19 to 22 i think harry's 22 yeah yeah it goes in order doesn't it Mm -hmm. i'm a child i'm 19 (laughs) baby amy even though you're actually the mom (laughs) the mom yeah uh lives 20 i'm 21 and harry's 22 um which I think is like a, a weird age because it's so when you're in bands at this age, half the people who are this age have literally only just started their career. And then there's other people who are younger than you that are already so extremely successful. And I feel it's it's a very weird age to be, you know, at the point where we are. And I feel we're, at a, you know, I think we're very fortunate for the amount of support we've had from a lot of people at this point in our career. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, guys, off topic, but I had to talk about birthdays. I had a dream last night that it was my birthday, and no one messaged me to say happy birthday. Aww. Aww. You know I'd never do that, baby. <laughs> when is your birthday? Uh, June. <laughs> oh, same. But June when? 13th. Oh, I'm 25th. So yeah. what star signs are you all? Oh yes, yes, yes. This is the question. Okay. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm the most typical Sagittarius sun you will ever meet in your entire life. Like uh Liv is again a very typical Libra and I I love Libras and then uh Amy's a Gemini. I think Amy's yeah. one of the coolest Geminis I know and Harry's a cancer. I think we are all quite I'm a cancer. <laughs> I'm a cancer, you're a cancer, aren't you? Yeah, I'm cancer. <laughs> You're a cancer. Yeah. And denial. <laughs> um, that sums up cancers right there. That response. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think not to be one of those people, but I think we sum up our star signs very well. And you know, I'm sure if you put our how we'd get on well on the charts, like with our star signs, they'd be like, yeah, you guys could form a cool band together or something. And. <laughs> 
100%. That's so funny, though, that you are... Like, I love that you know everybody, and they, like, you're just like, this is what they are. <laughs> we all know, like, our moons and, like, our suns and risings. Like, Oh, my God. Fell me in. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, I'll go first. So I'm a Sagittarius, Sagittarius sun. I'm a Leo moon, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I'm a Gemini moon, uh, a Libra sun and a leo rising i forgot what my bloody thing was then <laughs> i don't know the order uh, i think there's, there's a pisces somewhere there's obviously gemini star sign and then hey, you're, you're a pisces moon thanks Liv. Hey, i had no idea how many layers there were i thought it was just like cancer <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's why you're a cancer, Harry. That's not enough. <laughs> Harry, we need to figure out your chart. This can't. We can't have another day without knowing what your chart is. You need to. If you're going to be in this country, work. Is chart. it like the time that you're born as well? Yeah, yeah. It's the time and destination you're born. Yeah, because oh. it depends where like, all the planets are. Yeah, because it depends where you are in the world. <laughs> no, no, it's just <laughs> where the destination. Like, I was like destination. Like, destination. <laughs> destination Gemini. Yeah, I, I feel like. We as a band are actually just really good mates who just really love music. I and mean, like it's really nice to be able to find Harry who gets on with us as well um so soon. Um, which is nice. Like we just hang out and just go. Obviously, it's really sad because we can't really hang out now, but yeah. you know, we'll we'll have a Zoom party, okay, guys. We will hundred <laughs> percent keep the vibe up during whatever length of time this lockdown goes on for. Hopefully it's just until February. When are you guys in lockdown till? Same um, as you. February. Well, no one asked me what's going on, so probably like next year, but yeah, <laughs> let's see. Let's be optimistic. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> Keep yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was negative of me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I watched earlier on just before coming on this? It's called like Death to 2020 or something that's on Netflix. Oh my God, it's so funny, it. isn't it? What I said, what It's amazing. Like the fact that they have got actors for like everybody bar Boris Johnson. <laughs> says it all says it all like that's have you, that's it have you, guys, oh, have you guys seen you know the woman from this country and she does like an impression of like what boris is like during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, she comes oh in goes, Sorry, so and he's like oh i'm working on stuff for cove what accent is this oh my god <laughs> <laughs> for COVID. It's, bad. it's on her instagram it's daisy may cooper oh she's she does, like, brilliant and stuff yeah she's so funny Thank you. Firstly, just thank you so much for having us on. We've absolutely oh, no, you're welcome. Um, I can't believe you found us through TikTok. That's just so funny. And like, <laughs> I'm so glad you did because otherwise we wouldn't be here. Um, we have a live gig at the minute, which is in our um, bio on our Instagram, which is at Crawlers Band. So you can donate anything between zero to a million billion pounds. Um, <laughs> come watch. Obviously, do not donate that much. I'm just going to be silly. But that'll um, be ideal. and you can watch a live gig which is one of our first performances with harry on drums as well um we also have a lot of stuff coming up in the new year and can't wait to share that with you and also thanks so much for listening if you support our music and support us as a band we love you and thank you so much for helping us get to this point in our career where we get to do things like this like it's amazing bye i would just like to thank holy love Amy and Harry for coming and sitting and having a chat with me um, and I hope you guys enjoy 
listen to us get to know each other and kind of find out like a little bit about them, a little bit of personality behind the band. What I'm going to do is obviously, as always, keep you guys posted on all the socials, Twitter, TikTok now, obviously, that's part of the thing, um, and Instagram. You can find them through my accounts. And obviously, like Holly was saying, they have their own ads and things, just Crawler's Band and you'll find them. Have an absolutely amazing the rest of your Valentine's Day. I hope you are all, you know, staying as safe and as sane as you can. Um, and yeah, I will see you next Sunday.